Hello. This is my show. My only show. I just can't even with myself right now. Let's babble about time. I babble wherever I can, whenever I can, however I can. This is N.E. Unleashed. Now without further ado. Let's just jump right into it. Alright everybody, good morning and welcome, thanks for tuning in to the show I have with me a very awesome guest And this person I have, I think we've been talking about collaborating on the show for I think a month, since a month ago we've been talking um, At least about this specifically, but we have been more acquainted like way back, right? If I remember correctly Yes, yeah, for several months I think Oh, has it been several months? So (laughs) this is a wonderful teaching experience for me (laughs) (laughs) So I have with me the very wonderful, the very awesome Jamie, or otherwise known as the Your Chill ISFJ on YouTube. Uh, Jamie, I would just say, I guess I would start it off with, um, how did we start, like, getting acquainted? (laughs) (laughs) I'm already curious. I know, I think uh, it was on Twitter. I remember watching, I think so, because I remember watching your video with... um, with Megan, where Megan kind of dissects your brain. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it was lovely. It was really interesting because we, you and I both want a bed and breakfast, and I thought that was That's cool. right. Was that several months ago? Like, Wasn't it, though? Oh, gosh. I, I think so. It feels I think it was like, like it was just yesterday, and I still feel like remnants. <laughs> like, <just laughs> You're the... like, I just did this. Well, yeah, because like, Megan was like, oh, be comfortable. You know, just say whatever makes you feel comfortable. And I'm going, you're literally asking a seven to share their darkest time. But okay, let's, you know, <laughs> I, I'm like, just own it, and I'll just say it. Like, I really, <laughs> we just got to go. <laughs> right. Oh, actually, I looked it up. It was four months ago you did that video. Oh, so okay, so a few months. All right. Okay. <laughs> You're like it was just yesterday. It's no? yeah. It still feels like I can't believe it. That's like already what? That's thirty days times four, roughly. That's so many days. <laughs> yes, one hundred and twenty. <laughs> Is it really? Oh wow! Yeah, I'm just that's insane. I wait. Actually, that makes sense because the math. Is like thirty plus thirty equals sixty times two equals. 40. Oh gosh, I'm horrible at math. Yeah. I, you, you, it is just do days. three times four, and then I it's totally... twelve and add zero. You see, like this is this is why um, I don't. I'm not a mathematician or did not pursue academics any longer. <laughs> the math, the, the logic. It's like no. Yeah, I, I envy it. I envy the logic. Like, Ti users can just get into it. I. I don't know. Like, for me, if we started talking about money, then maybe I can get into it because there's, like, an added <laughs> motivation there. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there's a direct result, right, with my TE. But I, it's so hard for me to sit there and take it. I feel like when everyone's like, oh, we have to learn the foundation, I'm like, I don't learn by foundation. I'm trying to understand why we have to even worry about if Phil had, like, six apples and Donna had oh seven apples. Like, I'm just... <laughs> Oh, I hated those questions. Like, why does Phil have apples? In yeah. Place? yeah. That's always been my issue. I was like, even in physics, I couldn't. I couldn't. I took chemistry in high school. That was the background that I had. Because um, I, I didn't know how to do the math. Like, I didn't get the problem solving. Actually, how about you? How was that? Like, how was the high school experience as an ISFJ? 
Oh, geez, high school. Oh, um, <laughs> the reaction, the SI reaction. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, so my thing is, like, I actually moved several times. I think about six times within my entire school experience. Really? Wait, six different schools or just six different locations, just in general? Uh, both. Oh, wow. Like, location and school. So it was, like, starting over again that many times. And I think for SI, like, I, you know... I need stability mm-hmm. and I need like a group of, of people, I guess I would say that, you know, I have memories and experiences with. And so when you're always the new kid, you're very like <laughs> floaty. So like high school was not fun for me. It was a lot of just feeling very disjointed. Oh, I think. wow. Like you have to, it's like reestablishing connections again and again. Like you, have yes. to, like you have to go to a new school. You have to get familiar with the whole building. You have to get familiar with the people again. Like, what are the vibes with each other? Like, how do we interact? Like, what's, you know, the deal with that? Um, Yeah. Well, and when you're meeting someone new, even just one person, let alone, like, a whole group of students in a class, it's like, okay, I have no prior experience with them. I really don't know who they are because of that. So I have to start building, like, this bank of okay this person has done this and this and this uh, and and it also added with the fact that you had that weight from the previous one right because you've already like done your your work <laughs> with the, whole, the other school beforehand yeah i mean there was one school i think i was only there for a semester and that was the that's roughest it? what yeah uh-huh. that's like what three to four months only yeah and it was i think it was the um gosh the second semester of my junior year oh wow yep that was it Wow, I, mean, I, guess, I guess we really had like really, really different experiences because I know. Yet, like the other day, we talked about how um, I just been really stable, like consistent with where I've been. I only moved like once. You actually moved six times. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. I, I well, almost, now... yeah, sorry, it's like it's insane. You're saying <laughs> no, sorry, and that was just like as a kid, you know. Oh wow! Like after that, I've moved too, but ugh. Have you, like, full-on relocated, like, states, too? Yeah. And even as a kid, I did states. So it was, like, a lot of hopping around. I think we lived in three different states and then several different, like, cities within that per state, let's say. That's so unreal to me because I've never... um... I don't know, excuse me, I, like, I don't know what that's like in a way, because for us, like, British Columbia is like, such a large province, and, like, we've never really bothered to think of, hey, let's go to hop to the next province. It's, like, literally would be, <laughs> if not, 24-hour drive <laughs> to the next one. So it's, like, not even oh, worth wow. going to the next gig. So it's kind of, you just, you just stay here and make it happen, but it's just kind of so, you know, interesting to notice that this is a lifestyle or something that people experience in the, is it the Midwest, right? Um, well, it was actually in the West. We were living oh, wow. in Nevada and Wyoming and, um, well, Washington. So I guess Pacific Northwest. Those okay. three states we kind of hopped between. Wow, wow. Because I guess they're just all within driving distance, right? I mean, yeah, if you can make it there in a day, we'll probably move there, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> I've talked to folks, um, like I've met folks who who know who live and are based in the Midwest, and they're saying like, yeah, I can just go to Kansas, I can just go to Missouri, I can just go to oh, yeah. like Iowa, and I'm just going, huh? And I guess never have I gotten so good at trying to under- identify the states, having been talking to people <laughs> from the Midwest, because it's like, 
<laughs> like all the flyover states. I'm just getting more familiar with them now. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I like that. I mean, that's where I am right now. Is in the Midwest, and I really like it here. Uh-huh. But I think people are kind of used to driving when you live in, you know. Gotcha. Well, I guess it's definitely different from city life because here it's a lot of folks even opt to not drive and like not even follow like not even go for for that skill even they Mm. would just prefer to like transit all their lives i mean i guess i could say the same for new york because we're both large cities but yeah Yeah. it's, it's it's kind of interesting um dang it's like i'm always like thinking like i'm trying to like imagine life like that because i guess i have no choice but to refer to it from like my parents' experiences. Like my dad traveled all over the Philippines when he was younger because um, his his dad or my grandfather was busy working and my dad had to find work because they were, you know, rice farmers and it wasn't really doing so good for business. So he had to go from I don't know if you're familiar with the map of the Philippines, but there are three major islands. There's one in mm-hmm. the north, there's a middle one and then there's a south one. Um, so he had to go from the north where we really are where we really live to the south like literally skip over islands just to find a job um mm. and it's he's like been trying to find if he had to learn how to figure out a new language because the dialects are different in different regions oh yeah i got you so he went from from tagalog to some uh to chavacano and everyone's like what is happening like <laughs> in a way I, I guess i take it for oh. granted that you know people who are uncomfortable with any sometimes are forced to face it like you're almost like you're forced to to like adapt yeah. since, since the situation calls for it or something I don't know I'm just like I, in a way I see it as strength because I think it's so cool to see it because I mean nowadays now everything's settled that you could see that it's the benefits of it but um, in a way it's so scary for them yeah no I, 100% like all of those moves when I was a kid were never my choice and it was oh. just something I had to deal with you know and it's you know rightful like i'm a child my parents are making decisions and i have to like live within those Mm -hmm. frameworks yeah but it wasn't easy for me (laughs) that's for sure i don't i know with myself i tend to forget to ask how my parents how they felt like about changes how did Mm -hmm. they like did your parents ever ask you like how you feel about the super you know quick shifts that's been going on in life like during that time or not really um, so my parents were actually divorced. They got divorced in kindergarten. Gotcha. But so I was with my mom and my stepdad during the school year in the summers. I would come to the Midwest to see my dad. But oh. um, my dad would ask me like, oh, how do you feel about your mom moving so much? <laughs> but my mom was more like um, excited. Like she she's one who like always she's the one that moves us you know each time oh gosh, like she, she's always she telling any dumb <laughs> see she might i don't know <laughs> like, i literally had... had like a hair stick up from me I'm like oh is she <laughs> <laughs> uh she could be um i kind of thought in mbti she could be an efp but i'm okay. not sure mm-hmm. i'm not sure because in socionics people thought like i wrote this big post about her and people were like i think she's an lie um because we come at situations such so differently you know mm-hmm. that uh whatever else but no she would get very excited about a new place and think it would be like the best thing in the world is to come and then we get there and she would realize oh wait no it's not and then we <laughs> it would keep happening oh no over and over. <laughs> oh no um i think that's yeah. what i was always afraid of is like if you move to a new place and then it's not what you ever you know imagined or envisioned it to be 
and like do you deal with the disappointment or do you do you like like disappointment of your i guess imagination or your fantasies not matching with reality versus like you know do you stick it out and make it happen or do you just like pick pack your bags and try something else um that's kind of yeah i i I would i would say like this um has it how do you measure that like how do you how do you personally measure like um if you can like the difference when it comes to like fantasy and like practicality because coming Mm -hmm. from me as a person who lives in the fantasy world (laughs) well i think we all kind of formulate ideas on how situations are going to be you know like when I applied for my master's degree, I was like, this is going to be so great. I'm going to be able to just like do a lot of reading and learn a lot. And that ended up being true. But I also didn't anticipate like the amount of work it would be, Mm -hmm. you know, to do these things that I wanted to do. And so (laughs) like, it's just like when I am confronted by reality in a way I didn't consider it's just, you just get through, you know, like you just kind of have to, if you made the decision, decision and this commitment you figure out a way to keep moving i think really. i'm so impressed by that <laughs> <laughs> i really am like it's i've never had such a like in a way my life right now is stable however i've never taken risks like that where you just stick to it and keep going um that's a risk to you um in a way it's risky to any because oh because I want to keep exploring but then it's almost like a false risk that we're putting on ourselves because in a way we wouldn't get what we wanted if we didn't stick with it right like yeah. it, but then because we don't understand that concept early we just keep bouncing off of bounce like from everything and then not really accomplishing anything um yeah how, can I ask how many jobs did you hold Oh God! Uh, I think it's over fourteen. I have wow, quite a few. Because mm-hmm. it's like, um, well, actually, that's not bad. Because I know, like, I've been shifting jobs a lot too. Um, it's just kind of interesting because, like, in a way, like, I was I would take my mom's wisdom with me everywhere I go, because she would be like, just she's like, just don't say no to any job, right? Like, just go for it. There's no shame in in like a good hard day's work, let's say. And I'm kind of like, okay. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take it. Like that's, you know. And she's like, just just pretend like it's like a good thing for you. Like it's like already a blessing that you're getting paid. Um, yeah. You know, just like think of all the things you could be getting from it instead of thinking about how you like you know like just instead of being discontent about some kind of trivial thing. And I actually agree with that. Uh, unfortunately, I left a lot of my jobs off of FI reasons, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of taught me that I was like, huh, I probably shouldn't. You know, let that FI decide. Um, like, I feel like I could just, I could have just stayed if I just, like, you know, been quiet and just um, held it, held my ground in that way. Um, but I don't know. Like, it's just sometimes it's, for me, it, like, leaks out and, like, comes out like that. I don't know how it is, like, with mm-hmm. you, like, because it's FE. Is there any kind of similarities with that? Oh, yes. Okay. So I have two different thoughts <laughs> mm. after you you talked. Okay. Go First off. Um, I really agree with your mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was talking to my mom about different jobs I've had because I have a master's degree and I've worked at like gyms. I've worked at child care centers. I've worked like I applied to work at a funeral home, actually. Ooh. 
And mm-hmm. um, that didn't end up working out. Like, I didn't even get an interview. Oh, what? But I told my mom about it, and she was like, why would you, like, lower yourself to that? Mm. <laughs> like, she's like, you have a master's degree. You need to be doing something better. Like, get a real job. And I'm like, but it's a job that's open. They need help. There's nothing higher that I can do right now. So I don't care if I need to get my hands dirty. Like, I can do that. Yeah. You know? Plus, like, if there's another that's... opportunity, they'll be after. Right? Yeah. Like, like, I'll do something in the meantime. Yeah. Um, but I know we were talking about like the FI thing. So with some, co- I'll give some contact, some context, some of the jobs I've had, it's like, um, they're internships or they're through the university. So they're like short term, mm-hmm. like I couldn't have stayed, but when I did leave jobs, it would be, I think for FE reasons, like the environment would be so, um, negative. Oh. I would have to like I couldn't go into work without feeling anxious and at that point I was like okay I need to look somewhere else you know it's like the people really mattered who I worked with yes my my ESFJ friend says the same thing too like it she does it doesn't matter um you know if the job is hard or anything but if the people you're with are awesome she's like I will stick it in like I'll stick with that all the way because in a way they help the help you guys like kind of um, I guess deal with it better. It's like, um, for her, like she works, um, in a lab, she, but she used to work in like a packaging kind of setting and like one of those conveyor belt stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know, people would be like, why are you working there? Like, you know, you're a singer, like, <laughs> you know, you're pretty, why are you working there? But again, like people misunderstand, like SJs can get their hands dirty and they're good at it. Um, but like, she's there and then she only stayed there because like one, you know, me and her eventual husband was like working in a different department in the same building. Like, mm-hmm. and she would tell us how like every time she'll see him, like, draw, you know, walk by, it like makes her day. Yeah. And it's like, and she just can keep working again. And I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Working as That's cute. That's so true, though. I would totally work, like, in the same location as my husband if if I could, just to see him. Like, there was one job I had um, where I think I worked, like, 10 minutes away from him. And so I would call him on my way home and be like, are you still there? Like, I'll come over and see you if you... (laughs) Yeah, if you are. Do you, you guys know? do like surprise visits? I only say this because like having have an Ooh, SJ yeah. friend, like she does that all the time. She'll be like, "Oh my goodness!" The way do you window shop with people in mind, right? Um, I, I think so. Somewhat like it's more like an object will trigger an association with someone, and I'll be like, "Oh, that might be good for them." Oh, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> that's funny. That's like a conscious like feeling for me if I had to do that. Like I actually have to go to the yeah. store with the idea that I want to buy them something. So it's mm-hmm. it's always a strategy for me because I I don't know like because I'm never fully aware of my I guess our surroundings in that kind of way. Like I don't just walk in and go, oh this this jacket could be good for you know my friend. It's like this jacket could be good and then I'll make a story about it and I'm going oh no. Like, I completely <laughs> lost, like, the actual point of what I was going to do with this jacket. So, right. like, it's, I don't know, I can't help but feel so, like, I guess impressed. And, like, there was a time where my friend bought me this chocolate toilet because oh, it was geez. an inside joke we had. But then she, like, was walking in a chocolate factory and, you know, and she were buying chocolates for this event. But she still, got, you know, had time to, like, find a piece for me. 
she's like, I just wanted to buy you one. Like, it just, you know, I look at the toilet and it's like, I know we make a lot of crude jokes when we're alone, so this is perfect. And I'm like, it is. I'm like, I want to cry. Like, it's just... (laughs) That's the thing, though. Like, some of these gifts, like, there's a solid reasoning, you know? Like, like, there's a clear connection, I think. I wouldn't just get someone something because it looked cool. Like, it has to make relevant sense to my experience with them. That is so cool. Um... In a way, it's, like, super personalized. And I think yeah. I think that's something I guess people forget with SFJs. Like, they like to give personalized gifts. Is that is that a common thread amongst the folks? I... Or theoretically speaking. Potentially. I'm, like, I'm trying to... I'm not sure about STJs. For sure, SFJs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd put a question mark on STJ. Gotcha. But I would, I would think that SI, though, would would care yeah. about that generally because like there's that experience that kicks in and then there's the like the feeling that that wants to be established or manifested and then Effie has like the you know the way to make it happen so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so I thought that was actually really cool because um I don't know like what misconceptions do you notice I guess I mean since I've well let's say before I go into this too deeply but I feel like your presence in the type community actually helps dispel a lot of misconceptions mm. about SFJs. Mm-hmm. I think it's really awesome. Um, but have you noticed any, like, from your own end, like, I guess from your own perspective or perception that there's still misconceptions that people have about SFJs that they should know, that they shouldn't have? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's really funny when people are like, or it's mostly, mostly NPs that are like, I want my SJ so they can be my, like, cleaning slave oh god <laughs> <You know? laughs> like that comes up and i'm like you know i keep my area picked up but i'm not one of those people that's like spraying every two seconds something down you know yeah like, <laughs> but then the, no a slave. <laughs> I mean, i'm like thinking about it, I'm like are mp's that useless like i know we talk about it um, but yeah. in a way, I can see, <laughs> in a way I can see it. We're really bad. I've, do you? I don't know if you've met Is. Um, I have. I've had her on the show before, but oh, I've yeah, and um, I might have been in some voice chats with them. Okay, yeah, because isn't I? She, I love her. Um, what was it? Her idea or her metaphor about it? But she was like, "We are basically God's leftovers." <laughs> <laughs> like who, who decided to give us any first and then fi second and then gave us si last and we're just expected to just like live <laughs> like, we were gonna survive like how and i'm going we do actually for some reason we've we've been surviving <laughs> that's interesting like to be so disconnected i think from reality for me feels very off-putting i don't like it like when i spend too much time online i start being like am i even real and like that's the worst (laughs) like no way to say it actually because i know a lot of folks um i guess would kind of see it completely differently like they probably see it as um that there was no difference let's say between Mm. online and real life um and in a way i mean like how they interact with online they kind of equate it to real life um does that kind of resident not even at all right i mean it it feels like two different worlds to me like two literally different worlds like i feel like i act the same way but like the people are all like they're not tangible you know that's right no i agree with that 100 percent. yeah like 
well, even now, like, I'm nodding my head and, like, listening to you and responding bodily, but, like, you can't see it, Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, and that's off-putting for me, I think, <laughs> like, to not be able to show you that, but I think that's also a very effy awareness of, like, that's... I want to see the interaction, you know? Yeah, no, I agree, too, because um, I remembered that sometimes in text, people misread effy a lot. Like, yeah. misapply or project the wrong tone. And then when you actually hear the FE person talking, it's just normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a problem with jokes, I think. Like, I'll make a joke and, it, and like, some people will get it and think it's funny. And other people will be like, that's so rude. Like, how dare you? <laughs> that's so weird to me. Because in my head, like, it's the internet. At least take everything first as a joke and then, like, see if maybe it's serious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, I literally don't. I don't know. I never intend to go out and have a bad word about anybody, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I actually don't even think a lot of people have that, like, intention. It's just misread, which I don't know. I'm kind of, to me, that, like, people misreading the tone is kind of funny to me because <laughs> it's like they can't read a room. Like, seriously? Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, maybe it's easy, <laughs> easier conveyed, though, like, in person on purpose. Like, oh, yeah. maybe that's the whole point of FE is, like, I'm trying to create a mood, but, like, how is it coming off mm-hmm. in the digital world? You know? It's almost like a, it, the digital world brought out the, the TE people more, because it's very, <laughs> oh, well, just, why can't we, why do we have to have this meeting that can't be sent in an email? You know, like, that kind of, <laughs> but then yeah. FE is like, but we need the interaction, like, how do we know where we are, where we stand with each other, or, like, how do we know... Um, if we're all on the same page, if we didn't communicate, because, like, you didn't get my TI or whatever. It's like, I still don't know um, the foundation of what we're doing or something. And then T is like, we don't need to. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting. It's, like, very streamlined. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I, to be honest, I do like TE because it has saved me from certain things like I had I was able to do the pros and cons the list like things that I could basically tame the NE and the FI going on in my teen years and growing up but like at the same time I would credit a lot of some my myself like some of the personal growth with other people via FE because mm. I don't know if like if you agree or if you have seen this happen but like a lot of situations could have been solved if FE was the one that was used. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see myself, like, trying to help people around me, too, with that, where I'm like, I'll restate things in a way that conveys. Like, they they weren't trying to be, you know? Yeah. And people, like we mentioned earlier, like, people misapply the tone. Like, if you were to sit these two people in a room, like, I doubt they're going to be this insane as you would see them online. Like, this, like, no one acts, like, shouldn't be acting like that. Like, no one's, like, yelling at each other and hurt and stuff. Like, if you were to actually see them and how they are in, like, in person, then the empathy and the compassion can come out and be like, oh my goodness, like, (laughs) like, no, that's not what I meant at all, or whatever, like. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. On the topic of, like, TE versus FE, so Mm -hmm. my husband is an ESTJ. Yes. And I will, like, tell my husband about my day and be like, oh, yeah, I talked to Kathy, Kathy and Kathy said this, and then, oh, I did this, and I was thinking about my dad, and da-da-da. And by the end of it, my husband will be like, okay, <laughs> like, what do I do with that? Oh, no. 
That's so funny. He's like, because one day I was telling him, what did he say? He's like, so what? What was? Uh, what did you do today? And I t- went on and on about how good this burrito was, and he was like, I wanted to talk about something substantial. Why are you going on about this burrito? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really enjoying this burrito. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, uh, you should love this. But <laughs> he's just so to the point with things. It's funny to me. I'm oh, like, that is oh, so baby. I mean... <laughs> Well, let's put it this way. Like, if my friends were listening, um, the ESFJ would talk and vent because of everything. Yeah. But then uh-huh. her husband's an ESTP, and sometimes he'll just be like, okay, but this is the TI solution for what you're talking about. And she's like, I, I don't want it. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to express myself. Oh, my gosh. I, I get that, though. I was oh. playing that freaking the Pokemon game. Like, my husband has Pokemon Shield, and I have Pokemon Sword. Yes, yes. And I set up a video camera so he can watch me play, whatever. Yeah. And the whole time, he was like, you are being so ineffective right now. <laughs> oh my like, God, I just you're... enjoy the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is what he got on me about was... Um, so this is about like TE being streamlined. Yeah, you're like in this little house, and you can kind of explore the house before you you go off and go on a mission. Mm-hmm. And so I start kind of exploring and stuff because it's really cute and the aesthetics is sweet. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I, I want to talk to the parents and stuff. And my husband's like, "Just leave the house. There's no task for you in there." <laughs> hey. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, like let, I'm here to have fun. <laughs> Like, this is a time my Annie can actually, like, enjoy this. Like, can you, like, let it be? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's yeah, no like, consequences uh... in this life. Like, it's in, that, in this game. Like, come on. <laughs> yes. Like, I usually am not crazy about, like, open world or whatever. And Pokemon's not like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it's a cute house. I want to see what's in the house. Yeah, but what if there's a story there? I mean... Yeah, I, I, I know. I've like, it's funny because I teeter totter between what you your you and your husband does. Like there's moments where I'm like, okay, I just need to get this done. But then I have to like stop myself. I'm like, oh, but I don't want to miss a really good story that like makes me feel something. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> like shoot, maybe I should talk to all of these people first. And then like it's just always that battle between my te. And I guess in Socionics, it's like my te versus my fe. Because they're both kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like I have mobilizing TE, but I also have four-dimensional or demonstrative FE. So it's like, mm-hmm. I, I got it, but at the same time, I'm going like, oh, but this, oh, but I want this, but I know <laughs> I can do this. So I'm like, shoot, like, what am I doing? <laughs> right. How to oh. privilege that, for real. I, I gotta I, say, like, I totally relate to both of you guys, because like, I, I get what he's trying to do, but at the same time, there's yeah. nothing wrong with exploring a cute house. <laughs> yeah, I think his thing, too, is, like, he's already played to a certain point in the game, so he's already seen all this. This is my first time going in, and I would, like, have empathy for that, like, okay, like, yeah, enjoy your time, because you've never done this before. Mm. Whereas he's like, oh, there's no missions in there, just get out. Like, he's trying to make it more effective for me, but I'm like... In a way, that's how he shows enjoy. the compassion, right? Because yeah. it's like, I don't want you bored. But then it's yeah. like, I, I'm not bored, though. <laughs> yes. He's like, you need to go and evolve your Pokemon. <laughs> that's what oh, he's all about. Okay, but I really, like, I just think this is really cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, my gosh. No, I get you. I get you. Because... I have my own little peculiarities with my Pokemon too. Like I, there's, I have, they have to be like specific, like aesthetic. 
you have to look a certain way. Maybe I like get really into my one connection when it comes to this. Oh game. yeah, because like some like it really it really does open the world for customization. But um, you know, like I have that side, but then I also have a side where like oh, let's just go explore and like you know immerse yourself in this world that they've okay. created. Like the developers spent like what so many years to create the game. I mean, it's only fair to give them at least some part of that time, right? Like to just every Enjoy. detail is programmed, so you might as well like work it. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Like it's just <laughs> right. Like I'm just like teeter tottering between those two concepts. Like, I get it. Like you need to be the best, but also, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's so cool. That that's so funny. I think. How is that kind of relationship? Because I've heard only of an INFJ, ENTJ, TE versus FE. Like, oh, how God. is it going? <laughs> I know. I mean, I know. That's terrible. I know. It's like we've I've I've seen it, and it doesn't always end well. Um, but is it better for? I wouldn't say better. Maybe that's not the right word. But is it like? How is it like for ESTJ? I say at least in your experience. Yeah, I've actually heard that this is a pretty common match. Um, I'm not sure why exactly but i think the shared si and an e like we we like um in each other like um and i've been thinking a lot about like compatibility and stuff and yes. my husband's for sure like the person i've been most compatible with my entire life like we've been together over seven years married over five years that's fantastic that's amazing yes. yeah yeah um, we both just Oh, sorry. Like, yeah, just, just bonded, really. I wasn't interrupting, actually. I was just kind of... No. Sorry, my, I expressed my energy for a second there. I'm like, um... And then my brain's just like... Woo. <laughs> oh, that's okay. So, um, it's good stuff. Do you... Yeah. Can you tell if something's going to last long? Um, I don't think I can uh, span that out. But I think... I guess I can see if me and someone else has a value bond or something like when i think about like why i've been arguing lately about how maybe dating people within your temperament's a good idea like Mm -hmm. sj nf whatever yeah is because you have kind of these core needs you know like for an sj you need stability you need to know what to expect you need to um um i don't know have some sense of connection to the past in some way and me and my husband are both very much that way so i don't Mm. have to sit there and explain to him why i want to keep this or that like he he understands like unless it's something dumb (laughs) like he understands why i would value like certain objects and stuff and he'll even like go out of his way to like frame things for me or whatever so um that that's nice like when you have a function i think that you share um and you both highly value to be able to have that in common is really nice. Um, I can't remember your original question though. No, it's like, it was um, the compatibility. Like, exactly, we can go off on that from the compatibility thing because yeah. in a way, because I asked if it was if you can tell if it was going to last long because oh, yeah. um, you could tell if someone's really really compatible though with each other. Because mm. like you could tell that you and your husband were very good for each other. Um, I guess, is it way before you even, like, got married? Is that right? Oh, okay. Yeah, so my husband actually, I guess he he had a, a crush on me for a long time, but I was with someone else. Mm. And um, I... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um, I was going to move. Uh, it was the day I was going to move, and I was still with that other person. But my husband was like, 
I just wanted to let you know that, like, I've had a crush on you for a really long time. Um, I want to get married, and I want to do this with my life. Like, he just laid it all out there. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. Like, I told him, like, like thank you and stuff. And, like, it was brave of him to tell me. But, like, I can't do anything with that because I am very, like, loyal to the people I'm with, you yes. know? Yes, yes. But later on, he was the the person I like beamlined to after that relationship ended and I was like fine with it. I was like, okay, I want to go to that man who told me what he wanted <laughs> and that he already liked me. So I already thought, okay, that's a good option. Like that's you already know? for sure. Right. Yeah. Oh. Like he already told me basically let's get married. So like, <laughs> let's try this out. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, gosh, I think I have a question to add on to that. Cause I'm so, I'm so curious about it. Um, because one, yes, you are very loyal. Do you f- judge your compatibility then by like how if you keep coming back to a person? Does that oh. make sense? Um, I think. Oh, hmm. Like even after all this, any whirlwind adventures you may be having, do you find yourself keep coming back to like one person as like the home, the hub, um, before right, you even like- put a name on it or something? Maybe. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Even like in non-romance, whatever, I usually have certain, I don't know, certain things I go to certain people for, you know, even if it's just like, okay, me and this person like comic books and we're always going to like comic books. So I'm going to always come to them, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I love romance stories, by the way. Like, I love, pe- like, real people. Like, I really don't really care for the fantasy romance <laughs> rom-coms and stuff. But, uh-huh. like, when I hear people, like, tell me, like, like this is how me and my husband met or whatever. Like, those stories are really cool for me. I think it's a really awesome, um, like, I guess it's like a privilege almost for me, like, to, to be open to, like, that. Oh, um, yeah. So, when my friends got together, like, they... She keeps telling me that, like, yeah, she could have dated around because I mean, she's an Effie Dom. It's like she could have, like, gone off and did all kinds of stuff, but she would always tell me that she's like, every time it's always him, like, I always come back to him. And even oh, if I even if it, I didn't feel it at the time, <clears throat> my body is just going to that. And I was like, huh, I'm like, that's so interesting. And then, like, on the other end, he was just like, yeah, I've been like crushing on her for like years, and they were childhood <laughs> sweethearts, but. Like, they crushed, they had a crush on each other the minute they, like, or if not, like, the month that they met. And they were, like, nine. And I was, wow. like, so young. And they didn't do anything at all with each other. They just hung out with a group of friends for years on end. Nothing happened until they got, you know, together again at 25. You know, well, they got, wow. they started dating at 20, like, officially. Um, but they spent most of their time just hanging out with friends. They've never really made a move, but they knew that with each other, like, like he's been, I guess I wouldn't say dating, but he, you know, got acquainted with a with a few other girls, and she got acquainted with a few other guys. But it just never clicked the uh. same way as they did with each other. And then they're like, you know what? Like, this is it. Like, let's do it. And I'm like in the background, going like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm into this. <laughs> like, this yeah, <laughs> that's so cute. I think that that's interesting too, because it did make me think, like, when I like when the other relationship ended and I was like, I am done. Like I was like 19 and I was like, I am or 18. I think I am done with people who are going to like cheat on me and treat me like crap. Like Mm -hmm. I want someone for the long haul. I want to be married. I want (laughs) to like have someone who's actually like committed and, and true. And so, and that was, I think what drove me to my husband as well is just like, no, like I don't care that I'm 18. Like I care that I want someone 
long term. I want that life. I want all these things. And he was literally there saying he wanted the same thing too. So, you know, like it all just kind of fell into place. I think. In I a have good to way. Ask, is it is it that whole the same goal? Did that like I, really appeal to you in a way? I I think so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was very. Str- I think that's a good thing about TE is like he's very straightforward about yeah. like I I want like I had never heard a man like he was sixteen I think when he told me oh, wow. like I want to get married and like I want to do this with my life and da, da, da. and that was very like oh my gosh this person like knows what he wants like, this is so yeah <laughs> like, like this is different <laughs> yeah and I'm like and he wants to be married and stuff like I've never heard like a boy say that you know like I was very impressed by his like um i don't know i think it's kind of an estj thing in some ways though to like just naturally take on that sort of like and, well, man i think it's very too to, to provider like that because yeah um i think I've, I've made a few statements like that too where i'm just like i'm just sure <laughs> even though i probably am not that sure but in a way it just it made sense like i feel like when we do our math and i say te style math where we just like a plus b and then like pros and cons everything we're just like well I don't have any other option. Like, I don't really entertain it. No need to. So it's like, so we just have no choice but to make a statement. Like, I want to be married and this is my (laughs) feelings and bam. (laughs) Take it or leave it. Right? I love that though. I mean, he he had said he had dated several people before, but like the relationships would last maybe like a month. And then he was like, I didn't want to stay with anyone that I didn't think I could be with forever like that was always in his head and i'm like that is so that's so cool (laughs) yeah and i'm like oh dang i love you (laughs) (laughs) that's so sweet like yeah well i think it goes off because you you were there like you were watching uh my conversation with bin because i think it's a part of the fi thing where we freeze frame a feeling like that because if you've decided upon a feeling it's not going to change. I don't know if like if he, I don't know if you guys like can fathom that, but for us it doesn't change. Like um it's almost like we have a I guess I think of it like a, if my heart was a huge apartment and people rent spaces in it. And like mm-hmm. you know, it, they don't leave. Mm. So in a sense it's like I still keep that memory that whatever it is it's still there. Um and my feelings or values don't shift regardless of who the else I hang out with kind of thing like I could, oh, like, as, as an ENFP I make masks all the time but there is going to be one consistent value that is going to be carried in each mask that's not going to change um like with my friends like let's say I was really good friends with them back in grade school and then we like split for like five years because you know I moved to a different city and we just kind of like chilled out for a bit and then I got a car um, and then the distance started getting closer again. Um, and then we, I just picked up where we left off. And, you know, in a way, to me, it never was that kind of problem that, oh, well, I didn't stop loving these people. Like, that's, it's just been there. Like, I'll even, like, think about them every now and then. Like, they they come up every now and then for me. But I don't have that notion of, like, oh, I'm going to go find a new group of people and then completely forget about the people I you know, like, Mm. left behind or something. Um, But I don't know. Like, I've heard of, like, bad stories of NFPs, like, completely forgetting people. (laughs) So I'm kind of, like, I I get worried about that because I guess it's, like, another side of it. They purposely just forget folks. So... 
I yeah, that's interesting because, um, like with my friendships and stuff, like yeah, I would agree that like once they have a piece of my heart, they have it. But I feel like I have to do maintenance, you know, like I have to reach out to them or they have to reach out to me. And if they don't for long periods of time, like I had one friend that was like my best friend of all time mm-hmm. in college, who didn't message me back for a year. And I was like, okay, like, just tell me what I did because, like, I'm, I've been trying to talk to you for so long and stuff. Mm. And then she finally messaged me back and was like, oh, no, like, I, I love you. I just, like, you know, I'm not um, good at, like, communicating and stuff and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, I know you text your boyfriend, like, every day. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you think that <laughs> that you can do this to me? Like, you yes, know? Yes, yes. Like, I've I didn't learned... believe her. Oh, yeah. No, I've learned with FI, we have to make those compromises because we really are terrible at it. Like, <laughs> we really are. Um, like, my friends even, like, my ESFJ, like, I like referring to her because she's my best FE example. She'd be like, why is it so hard to send a text message? It's mm-hmm. literally like, hey, how are you? Send. It's yeah. like, that doesn't cost you anything. And I was, like, trying to explain to her the, how with FI, it, it doesn't work like that for us because um, to us, it's like, we're already anticipating not just the hey how are you it's the afterwards because for us we can't just casually you know like text a person we have to like sit down call them like we want to like get the full fill of the emotion um but we can't do that so we'd rather just if we can't get that we'd rather just not even have it yet because we were saving it for like the next opportunity um but then Oh. we still have to compromise because, you know, we can't be leaving FE people on red. <laughs> like, this is mean. <laughs> like, um, like yeah. I give you a reason, but at the same time, that reason is just to get us to understand where we're coming from, but at the same time, as an FI user, we still need to put in some effort and, like, still call you. Like, <laughs> to me, yeah. it's just a preferential difference, so it's really not a big deal. Like, I, nowadays, I do that to my friends a lot. Like, I try to beat them to it. I'll, like, text them. I'm like, hey, what's the plan for this weekend? Even though... You know, um, like, usually it's them who text me first. But then, like, I've learned that, in a sense, they're exhausted because they're always hanging out with these groups of friends who are terrible texters. Like, horrible. <laughs> and, like, they, you know, the people who cancel last minute, you know? Like, just kind of, oh, yeah. oh, I feel bad for them. So I'll be like, okay, how about this? How about I have a free time around this weekend? Um, how about I plan this with us? Do you want, like, let's go watch a movie? Like, I'll do the whole planning and, like... I get a message from my friend. She's like, you're making me cry because no one's ever planned with me like to want to hang out with me. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, are you kidding? And she's like, I'm not. Like, I just always in- initiated parties and no one's initiated me. And I was like, oh gosh. I'm like, okay, we're going to go get drunk. Like, let me get you something. <laughs> oh, I get that though. Like, I also love to, I think you said earlier, like, how hard is it to send a text? Yes. FE and SI together, I think, is very aware of that. Like, it takes two seconds, you guys, to just check in. That's all we're looking for, though, exactly. is like a check in. Mm-hmm. So I could see how FI would be like, no, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. We're going to go in depth. Like, yeah. I don't even know if, like, SFJs are prepared for that, you know? Exactly. Like, because, in a, like, in a way, she'll be like, it's just a text message. And then, like, the FI folks that I know will send her paragraphs <laughs> of, like, this whole, about, like, you know, writing up all their feelings. And I'm going, oh. And I cringe a little because I'm like, I get where you're coming from. But that's not what she was asking. It's like she's not yeah. asking for, you know, forgive me that I haven't been texting you. You've been my closest friend for four years. Like, they go into this whole spiel. And I'm like, 
no, that's not what you want. <laughs> it really is just a simple, no, I'm fine. I'm sorry, I've just been busy. You know, like, it's just... <laughs> yeah. Like, an SJ could totally understand that. Like, it's just a nice yeah. reason, and you should be fine. Like, just don't forget about me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing, is, like, I I worry a lot how, like, I just keep people in my head quite often, mm-hmm. you know? And so they're, it's like they're constantly in their space. And I'm like, what if I'm spending all this time, like, thinking about them and holding on to these memories and, like, I'm not even in existence in their head? Well, that's know? the thing, though. We do, but we don't express it. That's, yeah. like, the biggest yeah. problem with us. Like, I would say with my <laughs> friends, like, I'm always thinking about them, but I don't always tell them. So in a way, how I coped, and I guess for FI users listening, um, how I've coped was that I would make I would send random paragraphs of my you know the typical cringy FI paragraphs I would send it randomly before my FE friends would text me so in a Um. way you guys would feel it that it's real and that it's coming from the heart and rather than feel it because if you initiate it it would feel like it's reluctant almost because it's like oh you just sent Mm -hmm. me that because I texted you you know like I want to avoid that and in a way to me, it doesn't cost anymore because I am putting my invested energy into this text message. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tell you why I love you, so let's just go for it. And then they're going to be like, oh my goodness, like, this just came randomly to you? And in my head, I'm like, well, I've been thinking about you every day, but whatever. Like, you don't need to know. <laughs> like, I'm just strategizing a way for you to, like, to, like, keep this going because I know how it would feel to be ignored, let's say. Like, I know how it feels to be dismissed like that, and it does. it's not a good feeling. Um, I mean, personally, I've just rationalized it away. So, like, <laughs> like me and well, missing people, but... <laughs> I'm sure that they would appreciate that, though. Obviously, like, it's so totally not on you to have to do that first, you know? But it's sweet that you will go, you will go out of your way to do that first on purpose. To, I, I like, think show you that you care, to. too. You know, like, I just think it's, it's just, I guess, normal to do that. Because, um, ev- like, I just operate under the, the perspective that since everyone's different we have to take into consideration that everyone's different. You know, everyone's going to have different needs. Um, I would want them to treat me with the needs that I want, right? But then I can't always do that if I can't give it to them too. You know, like I can't just always be asking, this is how I want it to be treated. But then what about them, right? How do they want to be treated? It's it's, it's always like a teeter-totter. Like you're just, you know, you're always just pushing, pulling because it's your friends, right? Like it's... It shouldn't cost that much if you've hung out with them for, like, four years. Like, what's the... Right? Should it cost you that much? Like, I don't think it should, in a way. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of interesting. I'm curious for you, like, if you have a time period where you're like, okay, it's been this amount of time, I need to reach out. Oh, or yeah. That's not even... That's okay. where I feel the guilt. Ooh, okay. That's when the guilt kicks in. Because, um, especially, like, let's say I could get so lost in thought, as in any dumb, let's say a week has gone by and I haven't hung out with them then I feel guilty. Um, and they haven't texted me either, which means that, um, one, either they've been guilt, they've been busy, or they've been personally hurt that I haven't reached out. So I'm like, mm-hmm. mm. I'm like, okay, I need to fix this. So it's sometimes <laughs> I'll just text, either I text them, or I show up like a surprise. Like, hey, I'm here, so let's get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll like show up, and I'll like have a, like, you know, I'll be like, hey, I'll offer to pay you for like your dinner or something. Like that, I'll do something. Um, and then and then I'll like regale them with like stories of like what happened over the week because, in a way, you know they they don't know so they're coming at it from a completely blind perspective. So, but then like I've learned that if you want to like as a seven to minimize that negative feeling of guilt, then just text them 
Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hope it doesn't sound so bad, but it's like that's just me avoiding the negative feelings. But I'm like, <laughs> rationalized it by fitting them in the math so that everyone's happy. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Like when you're looking at FI users versus FE, you kind of it forces you to see how differently you operate. Let's say. Oh yeah. And, like, no one's actually... I mean, I'm sure people try to offend each other, but, like, really, if it's your friends, they're not trying to actually offend each other. Like, you just go about it so differently. Exactly. I've always had to, like... I was actually having a conversation with an INFP, and I was kind of like, you realize that FE doms aren't out there to hit you. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if they're your friend. Like, I feel like people, I guess, have a... I don't know if it's an internal reaction as an FI user that, like people are out to get their fi or something and it confuses Uh. me because i was there once like i was that person before um i only had let me tell you this jamie i had one big fight with my esfj and that was the only fight we've ever had everything else has just been disagreements Uh, but it was a big one it was crazy because in a way our my fi and her fe finally hit a wall and we weren't mm. willing to compromise. Like, we were both so stubborn. <laughs> we were both like, uh. And it required her husband to step in because he didn't care about my FI and he could tame her FE. So it was, mm-hmm. like, perfect to have him, like, step in. He, like, shook me, like, physically. <laughs> He's like, she loves you. You don't see it? Like, and I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. It's like, this is why we hang out with you. And then he goes to her and he goes, he does not hate you. <laughs> It's just oh. full on because we never we we almost like well he's not texting me so like he just doesn't care and I'm like I can't though because you sound so you know jagged how do I uh, skip forward and it got scary when texting because it's like I get an anxiety attack where I'm just trying to like oh well what do I say if I keep saying it wrong because it's like a TI attack you know mm-hmm. and I don't have all my reasoning apparently sounds like excuses so like what do I even say anymore but then it's like it's that kind of mentality that you kind of spiral like we're both spiraling Uh but in a way we had to like sit down and like you know what stop like we need to do something about this and i really had to get it into my head like drill it in she is not out to get me like this is not how effie people like they really are what they are who they say they are um they we judge the character based on the ti of it like if the reasonings don't add up that's when we start questioning but for, I guess for FI people, it's like, we just get the vibe first. <laughs> <laughs> we get the vibe first, and then we re- and then we retreat right away, and then we put on the TE wall, because we're like, well, I can just live with you as a business associate, that's fine. Like, I can live with that, I'll just hold off my feelings, we don't have to deal with this. But it, it's, you know, it's a different avenue of, I guess, of interaction. But then, again, with that wall, no one's getting what they want anymore. Yeah. Kind of thing. So it was just, I don't know, like, having been there and I've been telling, trying to tell as much FI people I could say, like, they're not out to get you. They're <laughs> just being real, you know? And, like, <laughs> it's, it sucks because they expect, or they, I mean, not expect, but FE has an ability to make it vulnerable because, in a way, it's mutual. But because it's mutual, like, I have just as much of a, a free game to hit back as they do with me. But I guess with FI, we think of the energy intake as... For us, it seems more intense than it really is. Um, so we feel slighted. But then at mm-hmm. the same time, we're like, we have to convince ourselves repeatedly, like, no, we're not being slighted. <laughs> just, 
you know, asking. You know, they just want to know. It's not like yeah. a TI. Like they're not trying to like undo your FI. They just want to. They just want to know. Like they're just curious. Like when they say, "Hey, how are you?" Don't like cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I would want people to be honest with me, but sometimes I think I'm not prepared because, like, the expectation, like, it's like a social thing to be like, mm. "Oh, how are you doing?" You know, and you expect, "Oh, I'm good. How are you?" Da, da, da. Oh. Right. And so when people are like, I am bad, it's like a surprise. Like, oh, crap, what's going on? Like, it must be terrible. You know? <laughs> that's so funny because that's literally what happens with my friends. Like, they get news from other friends. They're like, so, um, how are you? You haven't texted. And then they, like, let out their full tragedy. And then they tell me. And then they're like, Nate, something happened with this friend. And I, I can't even, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. I'm like, vent to me. We're here. Like, I'm here for you. Just vent. Like, what are we dealing with? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> they get so... They're like, who did what? Why did he do that? Like, are you serious? Like, I can't even look at you anymore. And then she goes to me and she's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like, let's grab a drink. Like, it's either you want a drink, do you want a tea? Like, you know, let's sit down. Where's the most coziest restaurant we can go to? Let's talk. Like, it's just... <laughs> right. Right. You know what I see as, like, a really big skill set for FI is its ability to, like, meet people where they are. Like, I try... When people, like, are really upset about something, the whole time I feel like I'm trying to, like, perk them up. Right? Which isn't what everybody needs. Like, some people need that. But, like, if a person is just in a constant, like sad grip or something mm. it's very hard for me to like know what to do with like my fe isn't working i'm like oh crap oh, and like, <laughs> like it, what can i like do you want to act on it right you need to act on the the feeling but the answer is not to act on it at all <laughs> yeah i guess so well it's also like i'll take in like how other people feel and then i'll start being dragged down and i'll be like well i don't want to be dragged down either <laughs> like how do i no it's like how oh, do I do this? <laughs> oh my gosh oh, like my leeching feelings yeah and in a way you kind of you get into this weird complicated situation where you're like crap now i feel exhausted but i have to keep this face of like uh-huh like i like, keep going keep talking but you're like somebody like god get me out of here <laughs> like, oh yeah like i don't know when when people start spiraling like that i feel like i try to like just logically like lay out the problems i'm seeing mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and try and i almost like have to detach in a way otherwise it's like I'm I'm done too. Like I'm I'm just as sad as they are. Right. Like oh jeez. I've I've learned though. It's kind of funny because having been with FE folks for so long, you guys really do have a tendency to like really affect the mood. Like it really is. If you're sad, everyone's gonna see it. Like everyone's yeah. gonna feel it. Everyone's gonna have this exact same situation. Um, I guess as an FI user, that's like I go full rebel when that happens <laughs> because um, in a way. I get all like, well, you don't get to dictate how I feel. You know, I get into this weird, like, teenage version of myself. Where I'm like, that's not what I'm feeling. But then instead of going on the offense like that, I decided to think, I thought about it. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I could put this to good use. If you're sad, I don't have to be. That means I'm in the position to get you up now. Like, to mm-hmm. bring you up now. Because... Um, we can't just be both here going like, hey, life sucks or something. Like, we can't just... It's not going to, We all can't all just do that. Um, at the same time, I also can't just slap a person and be like, wake up. Like, they also need to process it. Because, mm, you know, mm-hmm. different people, different worlds, right? So, 
in a sense like I've had when I have a friend like when my friend tells me or texts me like hey I have so much tea I need to get this off my chest I'd be like okay I'll listen I will not react like I will not give you like I mean sometimes my face will show it that I'm like judging the person she's talking about <laughs> um, but it's like I you know because I know that Effie people need that moment to express it like you you know they need the moment to express it because that's when the TI starts kicking in because you're laying it like you said you're laying it out on the table you know, mm-hmm. you can't really solve anything if it's not out on the table. <laughs> yeah, true. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like a different style to TE because for me, laying it on the table is like drawing up a map and a spreadsheet and like listing out all of our flaws and then comparing it. Like that's basically my way of laying it on the table. But mm. it's it's a little bit different. But in a way, you're still getting your logical, you know, result like out of it. Right? Yeah, I think so. I mean... I know when I, I mean, I don't sit there and vent very often, but when I do, it's usually like to my husband or someone mm. I know isn't gonna, you know, tell people about it, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? All the more reason yeah. to be like, I just needed to express something, and then people are gonna be like, "What did she say about me?" And like, it was just oh, a ti God. moment. Like, please, like it's not personal. <laughs> yeah, it's more like I have to relay the events of what happened. And then I'm asking, like, does this make logical sense for me to feel this way right now? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's what it feels like. Oh, gosh. And yeah, this is great because I don't think people really see how that how that process works, you know? Like, that you have to lay it out if, to see if it makes logical sense to have the feeling. Yeah. Because I feel like you'd be able to control the feeling once it's been able to be, once it makes sense for you. And that concludes part one of my conversation with Jamie otherwise known as Your Chill ISFJ. You can find this awesome human being on her personal YouTube channel, as well as on various mediums. Twitter, for example. So everybody, stay tuned this coming Wednesday for the conclusion. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye!